0: Cruise Radio is brought to you by InsureMyTrip.com. Travel insurance done right from the people who know travel insurance. Find out more at InsureMyTrip.com. You are
1: to Broadcasting from the InsureMyTrip.com mobile studios, this is Cruise Radio.
0: Hey, what's up? My name is Doug Parker. Thank you so much for making Cruise Radio a part of your daily lineup. We surely couldn't be here without you. Coming up a little later on in the program, we'll talk to uh, Barry Vodron and get a cruise ship review of the Queen Mary 2, a a transatlantic Barry did recently, going from New York City to Southampton, so I'm looking forward to that. But first, I had an interview you uh, a few weeks ago to interview the head maitre d for carnival cruise lines the singing maitre d ken Byrne, and he joins me right now ken welcome to cruise radio my friend thank you very much douglas it's a pleasure to be here with you all and on the crossing of course yeah i got to say, uh, before we start the interview, dude, you are a complete rock star on this cruise ship. You can't go anywhere without people knowing, uh, knowing who you are or coming up to you. Plus, on top of that, you did two sold-out performances, um, Sinatra performances in the Liquid Lounge, standing room only. I was like jockeying to try to even get a picture of you because there were so many people uh, on the staircase. Uh, was that a qualifier when you got hired here at Carnival, you have to sing? No, not really. It happened in 1997 on the Carnival Triumph when some guests
1: uh, won, won, one evening asked me, to- sing a song for their 60th anniversary and it all started from that. A waiter after dinner asked me to, to you know, put tracks to my songs and I, I use it as a tool. When I sing in the restaurant the waiters know they have three minutes before they do their little dance routine. However, the two shows on The Crossing, it's the first time I've ever done a live concert on a carnival ship uh, and I'm still, um, I'm still blown away by the response. I couldn't get uh, over the, the amount of people that were there and of course the standing ovations and I'm, I'm actually very happy that
0: i had done it myself and I'm very happy that I've done it for the guests. It was, uh, it was actually great fun you may have raised the bar for yourself now because now besides your major d duties they'll want you to do a couple of uh performances per sailing yeah that's for sure and i actually hope they do ask me because uh, i really enjoy that you know
1: and i've been trying to do it for many years you know but because i'm it's not part of my job description i guess there was a, a barrier
0: always there between food and beverage and entertainment you know right And uh the accent scotland ireland uh, from dublin ireland yeah okay. yeah yeah and uh give us a little bit of background about yourself we want to kind of get to know you
1: yeah, well, I started in this industry in 1978, way back in Cunard as a as a young bus boy, mm-hmm. uh, bus boy waiter. Spent a couple of years with Cunard. I spent many years with Royal Caribbean, and I've been over 20 years with Carnival Cruise Lines. Wow! Mainly been involved with all their new ship builds. This is mm-hmm. my 25th transatlantic crossing. <sighs> okay. So 24 new ships plus the Sunshine twice because I was here on the Destiny in '96. Right. So it's 25 new ships I've been on for Carnival Cruise Lines, and of course, you know. Th- Yeah, cruising cruising and dining trends have changed over the years, you know, and we just adapt to change and and
0: go with the flow and try and keep our guests coming back and happy, you know. What are some of the duties as a Mater D on board a cruise ship?
1: Well, you're responsible for the entire... uh, uh restaurant service Lido Deck service which is the open sitting buffet service you oversee your room service and all your staff dining areas and of course guests, guest reservations uh, which is assigning all of our guests to either regular dining or open sitting YTD your time dining you've always got to, you've got your bon voyage deliveries which are gifts that are sent on board to be delivered on embarkation day mm-hmm. and you've got all your daily duties such as uh, schedules safeties boat drills meetings and all that type of thing so it's, it's, uh, there's a huge responsibility there you know
0: yeah you definitely have a, a full plate there then uh, how many people are on your team
1: i've got 138 wait staff between both dining rooms at the moment um uh, the, the, which is around the budget and then you've got 45 assistant waiters working throughout the uh, restaurant uh, the staff dining rooms uh, the bistro and room service and they qualify then and we move them into the dining rooms as they progress you know
0: how different is it working um at sea as a Mater d versus working on land like in a restaurant
1: ah, it's totally different you know uh, you know, you've got to love this business to do it. You know, in and, and hotel shoreside, you know, you, you work the average 40, 50 hours a week. We work, we work approximately between 70, 72 hours a week, you know, if not more at times, It, it depends on, on the workload, but mainly you you're, you work every dinner for your entire contract of six months. You would have additional uh, lunches off depending on the port of call you're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, you work the majority of every breakfast. So you're probably here breakfast, lunch and dinner, sea days and breakfast dinner on port days.
0: So, uh, so even a big dog like yourself, and you're actually working seven days a week every single seating. That's for sure, yeah. You work seven days a week and you know you, you,
1: you become programmed to the system, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get used to it. And it's fine, you know. Uh, I don't mind it. I still love it, you know. I've been doing it for over 30 years and, you know, every cruise is not the same so it's always different, you know. So you get different people, there's always different stories and different things to talk about and I, I will always try my best to get to every table no matter what it is. Sometimes it's difficult and, you know, sometimes it might take me three or four days to get to every table because there's a lot of tables yeah, in the restaurant, right? For sure.
0: A ship, is, a cruise ship is like uh, basically a floating small city. Do you ever find it challenging?
1: Yeah, it's always challenging. There's always uh, something challenging. You know, you've got to think of it. Between guests and crew with the, the ship of this capacity, you have uh, over 4,500 four people, which is probably larger than some small towns, you know. So there, there are challenging times, you know, but we, we do our best to, to always be on top of the action, and we do our best to make it uh, good for our guests, you know.
0: When you're not working on a cruise ship, where can we find you? Well, I certainly
1: don't go on a cruise. so You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, nine times out of ten, I'm back in Dublin, Ireland for 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 two months on my vacation over there. Uh, lately, I've been traveling a little bit to do uh, with music. I'm trying to look at a little bit of music. Uh, hopefully, in the next year or two, I can do something, put something together. And uh, of course, take, I, I'll take a break out somewhere in Europe and only go to Spain or mm-hmm. or the Canary Islands just to chill out for a week or two. So, cool. uh, yeah. What's on Ken
0: Burns' bucket list?
1: My bucket list would be to vil- visit a. Um, Japan, I want to go to Japan, I haven't been there. Um, and also to be an entertainer and singing with a big band somewhere. And I would love to sing New York, New York at Yankee Stadium.
0: Nice. I'm sure uh, you might make it happen one day. You, you actually have a CD out, correct?
1: I don't have a CD. I have a, I have a little, b- yeah, I have MP3s, EPS, yeah, yeah, EPS. On, 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 uh, on CD Baby, I've got six songs there that, that are complimentary downloads to, to our guests. But obviously with, with, with copyrights and all that, I don't have my own music, so right. I, just, I just have fun with it at the moment, you know?
0: Cool. Do you have a memorable story you can share with us um, at sea Here with guests or a special occasion or a special experience and how you kind of uh, enhanced it and made it better?
1: Yeah, sure. I, I've uh, one time uh, a couple of years ago, I had a, a couple of singles requesting tables, mm-hmm. and I, uh, one lady came and she requested to sit with singles, and I put her at a table of singles, and she actually met her future husband at that table, and they cool. they came back and got married on on the ship. Nice. A- and they always say that it was if it wasn't for Ken Byrne, the major D, we wouldn't be husband and wife.
0: Very cool. If we want to find you on CD Baby, we just type in your name, Ken Byrne.
1: Yeah, you find me on CD Baby. you find me all over YouTube, and you'll find me on my music page on Facebook. So just put in Ken Byrne, and uh, a lot of it comes up,
0: and you'll probably find me on America's Most Wanted as well. <laughs> the singing maitre d' aboard Carnival Sunshine, Mr. Ken Byrne. Thank you so much for spending some time with us this morning. I know you're super busy before we get to New Orleans here. It's a pleasure, Doug, and thank you for being on the Transatlantic Crossing, and I hope you enjoyed our services at Table 200. <laughs>
2: If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel, or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio.
0: How many times have you said, that'll never happen to us? Vacations are a big investment with both time and money, and they should be protected. For over a decade, InsureMyTrip.com has been the online travel insurance leader, offering the best plans from the most trusted providers. Our licensed and award-winning customer service team makes sure you have the right coverage for your travel. To find out why over 98% of travelers would recommend InsureMyTrip, visit InsureMyTrip.com. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art.
1: To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. You're listening to Cruise Radio, part of the iHeartRadio Talk
2: Network.
0: Our friend Barry Vodran from Cruising Authority recently returned from a transatlantic crossing on the Queen Mary 2, and he's going to tell us all about it this evening on Cruise Radio. Hello, Barry. Doug, wow,
2: it's great to be on your show again.
0: Man, I love having you, man. You're so full of energy, and you you know so much about these transatlantic uh, liners here. So let's talk about the Queen Mary. Uh, you always correct me when I say this, so go ahead and say it again. Is The Queen Mary is not a cruise ship. Is that correct? It is not a cruise ship. The
2: Queen Mary 2 is actually
0: an ocean liner. Okay. So uh, for our listeners, and partially for me, uh, kind of explain. The Queen Mary 2 is way different than than cruise ships. There there's like four different reasons that make the Queen Mary 2
2: different than a cruise ship. The first one is the hull is strengthened and in girder strength and the hull plating is thicker. Number 2, the hull shape, the bow is longer so as the ship passes through the ocean, it takes longer along the length of the hull for the ship to reach its widest point, allowing the ship to have a more steady motion as it cuts through the sea better mm-hmm. and more smoothly without reacting to large swells that tend to slow down cruise ships.
0: Interesting. Oh, and,
2: well, and number three, an ocean liner has more power so it can maintain a scheduled liner voyage or crossing. And the fourth reason is an ocean liner has more interior space for passengers to. Uh, do more things because an ocean liner, there's typically more days at sea. So there needs to be more things to do and more places for the passengers on board to roam.
0: Very cool. Well, your cruise on the Queen Mary too, went from New York over to Southampton over in the United Kingdom. What is, am I saying that correct? The United Kingdom, Southampton? Yeah. No. It's in England. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Never been. Um, so with the Queen Mary two. How was embarkation uh, when you embarked in New York City?
2: Well, now the ship used to dock in New York City, but now it's in Brooklyn. Oh, that's it right. Okay. Of, yeah, it leaves out of Brooklyn, which is just, I mean, you can see Manhattan from where the ship is.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: it goes right out uh, past the Statue of Liberty under the Verrazano Bridge and out across the Atlantic.
0: So is embarkation pretty basic and just flawless?
2: You know, the, the it was... Well done, I should say. Um, They have a very nice embarkation area where you go through security, and then they have many lines uh, that people can get in according to their category. But thank goodness, my wife and I were in Princess Grill in one of the suites. And Mm -hmm. so they had us through kind of a VIP lane, which made embarkation much quicker.
0: Nice. So uh, you say you were in a Princess suite, so it sounds like there's like a class system on there. So are we talking like... class system like we saw in the movie Titanic?
2: Well, no, not really. However, passengers can choose from three main levels of suites, which determine which dining room they're in. Mm -hmm. So the largest passenger category that you dine in is the Britannia restaurant. It's a very large room and it has the art deco theme to it. It's two levels high. It's really beautiful. And Then there are two other grill categories. There's the Princess Grill Suites or the Queen's Grill Suites, and the suites determine which restaurant you're in. Like, for example, if you're in uh, the Princess Grill Suites, then, of course, you would eat in the Princess Grill Restaurant. Mm -hmm. And then the same with the Queen's Grill Suites,
0: you would eat in the Queen's Grill Restaurant. Is one restaurant better than the other?
2: I don't know about better, but the Queen's Grill restaurant is like the top of the line, the best of the best in the entire cruise industry.
0: Interesting. And uh, so you make your way on board the ship. You get to your stateroom. So tell us about your stateroom.
2: My wife was thrilled the moment we walked into our stateroom. There was chocolate treats and strawberries and champagne. And uh, the suite was really nice. It, It was fairly spacious. It had a walk-in closet, which I know you love, Mm -hmm. and it also had something really interesting. It had a a bathtub.
0: Interesting. You don't see that on a lot of cruise ships. No, you don't see that. Okay, well, very good. And uh, as far as, like you said, it was a suite, so there was a a bathtub in there, but was there like a a sofa or a sitting area along with the bed or what?
2: Yeah, there's a king-size bed. There is a desk, a vanity uh, where the ladies can make do their makeup. You also have a pantry area with china mm-hmm. and crystal. And then there is a sofa and then also a veranda. So you have a, a veranda you can walk out onto.
0: Very good. Now, you were uh, talking about the food a couple of minutes ago. So let's go back to that. You mentioned the three main dining rooms. But there are, are there other food options on this, uh, on this cruise liner?
2: Actually, there is. There's a lot of different dining options. There's three basic ones. There's the Britannia restaurant the princess grill and the queen's grill however you can also dine in a very exclusive restaurant called todd english
0: mm-hmm. who
2: is the he's a famous television chef
0: chef yeah his name
2: is todd english and and that's a really beautiful restaurant right in the back of the ship overlooking the wake then there's also the king's court which is kind of the buffet-type dining. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of different options there in the King's Court. There's an English pub. It's an authentic English pub uh, where you can get uh, fish and chips, and it's really, really nice. And then there's a little-known restaurant called the Britannia Club Restaurant, which is just off off of the Britannia Restaurant.
0: Hmm, Very good. Now, you were talking about this not being a cruise ship, but I want to know about the entertainment because surely the passengers have to stay occupied between uh New York City or New York and Southampton and vice versa. So what does the Queen Mary Two offer for entertainment?
2: Well the Queen Mary Two, yes, it's at sea much longer than most cruise ships. Like a, a transatlantic crossing it, it they take six days to get across the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Now the Queen Mary Two has the speed to do it in about four days, but yeah. They've stretched it out so it's a more leisurely pace. But as far as the entertainment on board, there's the Royal Court Theater, which has large production shows, uh, just like you see on other cruise ships. There's also a planetarium. The Queen Mary 2 is the only vessel, passenger vessel, in the world that has a planetarium. That's cool. Uh, It really is cool. And then there's the Canyon Ranch Spa. Uh, There's a massive library. And the ballroom on the Queen Mary 2 has the largest dance floor at sea. Wow. So yeah, there's so many things to do. There's a a nightclub, there's the English pub, there's a casino. There's just a ton of things to do on the Queen Mary 2 to keep you busy.
0: Back to it not being like a cruise ship. Uh, So like the Lido deck that we're all familiar with, where there's tons of deck chairs and pools and slides and all that. Will you see any of that on the Queen Mary 2? Queen Mary 2 does have a number of pools,
2: but they don't have the slides and the water parks, you know, that these other ships have. Mm-hmm. The, the Queen Mary 2 is is a very sophisticated ship, and, and it tends to draw a little bit more sophisticated clientele. So the passengers ha- come from all walks of life, very diverse type of passengers on the Queen Mary 2. But there's plenty of things to do. I mean, the kids have their own areas. Uh, and then for the little kids, they actually have nannies oh, nice. from England, yeah, that take <laughs> care of the kids. And they have an outside area and an inside area, and so there's there's plenty of things for kids to do on board.
0: You mentioned it being sophisticated, so I couldn't wear my tuxedo T-shirt then, huh?
2: Yeah, uh, I don't
0: know that. <laughs> 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 Probably not. What uh, what draws you to this ship, Barry? Like, what? Why do you think the Queen Mary two is so special? The
2: Queen Mary two is. Continuing a tradition of making that legendary transatlantic crossing, just like the days when the only way to cross was by ocean liner. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's just so much history. It's a rich history with romance and glamour that is associated with the Queen Mary, too. And there's this sense of nostalgia and history that is very evident, also on board Queen Mary two's running mates, the Queen Elizabeth and the Queen Victoria.
0: They don't travel together, though, do they? Are they on different itineraries?
2: They're on different itineraries. Occasionally, they will meet in a port at one time. Just a few weeks ago, they were all three in Spain. I think
0: hmm. very good. And uh, back to and I keep going back to this because I, I want the listeners to know that this is not a cruise ship. It's basically like ferry service from point A to point B. You're not going to get any port stops in between. Am I correct by saying that?
2: Well, you are a little bit correct. I mean, the the Queen Mary 2, I think does about 26 transatlantic crossings a year. But the Queen Mary 2 also does world cruises. It cruises the Caribbean, Canada, and it goes to Asia. It goes all around the world.
0: Right, but like on your itinerary, it's strictly just basically ferry service with the song and dance to complement it.
2: Well, yeah, the one that we, my wife and I took, was from Brooklyn or New York to Southampton, England. Took six days, and that's the typical voyage when you do a transatlantic. Mm-hmm. But it, you know, some people might say, Oh, I would be bored on a cruise ship without any ports." But the reason you take a Queen Mary two transatlantic crossing is not for the ports, but for the experience. The experience on the Queen Mary 2, like I said, is legendary. It's a very sophisticated environment, and there's so many things to do that that make the Queen Mary 2 stand apart from any other cruise ship.
0: I did a 16-night transatlantic last November from Barcelona to New Orleans, and I don't think I'm cut out for transatlantic crossings. Our longest sea day stint was six days between the Canary Islands and Grand Turk. And I about went nuts. I, I don't think, I, I, don't think I, I can do cruises without numerous ports. Well, you know, something, does. I mean,
2: a transatlantic crossing is not for everyone, but I can guarantee you that you would appreciate the Queen Mary 2 crossing. Like I said, it's much different than a cruise ship, what a cruise ship offers. There are so many things to do on an ocean liner like the Queen Mary 2. But what also stands apart are the passengers passengers come from all over the world like on our crossing we had the prince of abu dhabi on wow. our on our voyage cool. and the voyage before us george h w bush and his wife were on the queen mary 2 in fact we sat at the exact same table that they dined at
0: i know a lot of musicians like travis barker from blink 182 they will actually cross on the queen mary 2 to go to their tour in Europe because they don't fly or they don't fly anymore. And the Queen Mary Two, the staff will accommodate them. Like with Travis Barker, he's a drummer for the group, so they'll give him his own practice room. Have you heard any stories like that? I did. In
2: fact, uh, it was the the head chef on board the Queen Mary Two when I interviewed him. Uh, he told me that that gentleman was on board and that he had his own area to play the drums. And you know what was really interesting? He was in a Princess Grill suite, but. He decided to eat in the king's court every night. He just wanted to be, you know, in a more casual environment, and that's what he preferred. But, you know, another thing that's really interesting, and this is, again, what makes Queen Mary II so unique, is that it draws celebrities from all over the world. Uh, Presidents and celebrities uh, from film, TV, are regularly crossing the Atlantic on the Queen Mary II.
0: I think I saw James Taylor on there once, not, not personally, but read a press release that he was actually sailing or performing on it.
2: He did, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was on a crossing once on, on the predecessor to the Queen Mary 2, which was the QE 2, the Queen Elizabeth 2. And every crossing, we had somebody famous. I mean, we had a rock group called The Cure on board. Nice. I, I didn't know who they were, but right. I found out about it. And Neil Diamond was on Queen Elizabeth 2. Um, So, yeah, the Queen Mary 2 draws royalty. it really does, because it's the fact that the ship is from England, and it's kind of a ship of state, which is is not common anymore these days.
0: We've been talking with Barry Vodrin from Cruising Authority, and Barry, you actually did a a great video series on your Queen Mary 2 crossing, and we'll link to it at cruiseradio.net. And also, Barry, if we want to find you online, where can we go?
2: Well, if you want to particularly see my content that I produced on the Queen Mary 2, you can go to com, and that'll take you directly to that page that has all of our videos and my write-up on the Queen Mary 2.
0: Very good. Well, check out Barry Vaudrin at com. Barry, my friend, always a pleasure.
2: Doug, thanks so much for having me on your show. And, man, you are the man. I mean, you are the king of travel media.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I deserve that, but I'll take it. You got it, buddy. That'll do it for this episode of Cruise Radio. Thank you so much for being here and making us a part of your day. I know you have so many choices out there. Be sure to check out our website at cruiseradio.net. Also on Facebook, facebook.com slash cruiseradio. And uh, we have a new feature on our website where you can actually interact with us via SpeakPipe. You can leave us a message right from your computer and it gets emailed to me. So that's uh, right there on the right hand side of cruiseradio.net. From the InsureMyTrip.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida, I'm Doug Parker, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is produced weekly at the InsureMyTrip.com studios. Hear Cruise Radio on
1: iHeartRadio, the Stitcher Radio Network, Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, or at cruiseradio.net. For sales and marketing
0: opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.